Hey, welcome to the Connect Podcast. We are so happy that you have joined us today. It's been a couple of weeks, but we're glad to be back with you. And with me today is Dr. Sam Goble, our Pastor of Congregational Care here at River Valley Christian Fellowship. Welcome, Sam. It's good to be here. Sam, I have known Sam. Well, Sam's known me since I was quite young, actually. Yes. Uh, Both he and I were part of an organization called the Evangelical Church Alliance for many years. Uh, I was the former vice president of that organization, serving with my parents, my dad, who was the president and CEO at one time. And then Sam came and was the president and CEO for a long time and chairman of the board. Uh, of that organization. But in the meantime, God moved Sam and Anita and uh, his son Chris uh, to this area to take that position at the ECA. Uh, And then he began attending River Valley Christian Fellowship. And why not? I mean, it is the best church in town. (laughs) He's just smiling. No, the board asked me, have you found a church yet? Since you've moved here, and I said, of course, I'm going to River Valley Christian Fellowship. And uh, one of them said, why are you doing that? And I said, everybody goes to River Valley Christian Fellowship. (laughs) Well, if my friend Bob Grison were here, he was on the last episode of this podcast from Cornerstone Church. Yes. He would have something to say. Yes, but but he didn't have George Miller there, who was my friend. No, that's true. That's true. So you had had some... Of course, you. I, I was here, and my dad was here at the time. Right. Uh, you've known us for a, a long time, and so you all been at, uh, began attending, and then uh, through various circumstances, uh, you uh, we've been blessed, very very blessed, to have you come on staff here at River Valley, serving uh, in congregational care and seniors ministry, which we call prime time. Yes. Here. And primetime, uh, there's all kinds of stuff that you guys have done. Uh, monthly luncheon. This is pre-COVID. <laughs> right. Pre-COVID uh, season, uh, we, we uh, had a monthly luncheon. Uh, you would take uh, seniors on trips. Uh, where are some of the places you guys? Well, have gone? we went uh, one time. We went to Branson for three days, and uh, we had a great time. The seniors really enjoyed that. Uh, I've taken them to the Ark. Uh, which, uh, of course, the older people were really interested in that. And that's around Cincinnati. It is. It's just a little bit south of Cincinnati. But when they saw that they had to actually walk up the plank, (laughs) uh, so I encouraged them to take the elevator and come down, but they really enjoyed it. And we've been to uh, Shipshawana quite a few times for the plays Mm -hmm. in the Amish country, and we've taken them to Middlebury, Indiana, and also Napanee for the Round Bar and the Amish Acres. Okay. So we've had some really good trips. Well, we've had a thriving, uh, under your leadership and others maybe before you, you know, we've had a thriving seniors ministry here. We're very grateful uh, Mm -hmm. to our seniors for their faithfulness over so many years and decades, many of them, uh, and their fellowship and relationship with River Valley uh, for the long term. So we're very thankful, and we're thankful for you and others who have invested uh, life and time and um, resource into the lives of our seniors. It's been very special. It's been special also because it's not just a one-pastor operation. We have volunteers that come and help us with that, and they've been faithful for years. Mm -hmm. We've actually had uh, one couple have to retire because they became quite elderly, but they still attend the luncheons. 
and they're still helping as much as they can. Yeah. But it's a wonderful thing to come and see them and to see the volunteers that are making it possible. And also to see some of the seniors that are coming from the neighborhood. They're not necessarily River Valley Christian Fellowship people, but the other people accept them and they minister to them. And so it's been a rich blessing to watch that happen. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Sam, you know, we have uh, been through quite a disruption the last six months and uh, I was thinking especially, you know, about our seniors. You know, we, we were thinking about people that were especially uh, impacted, uh, those that uh, were shut in and those who were in high-risk categories, which is mostly our elderly population. But also, you know, we our manifest group, uh, those that have developmental disabilities that we serve uh, here through our manifest ministry and and the group homes that they're a part of, and how that uh, how all of this because they've been locked down since the beginning since right. March, they have not gone anywhere, and so uh, so we're thinking about seniors, we're thinking about those in group homes that just don't have the ability to get out and to to leave uh, the confines of home. Uh, to you know, have fellowship with others and interaction with others sometimes, but you have a team. You and a team have have done a terrific job of being in contact with our seniors. Tell me about that. Uh, what you've seen uh, in COVID, how it's impacted our our seniors and um, in in our fellowship. Well, we've tried to be proactive with that. When uh, this first happened in March, uh, we met. And uh, we identified seven people who had the ability to communicate well and had the heart to do that. And I divided the senior list up. And, uh, and I appreciate the, the leadership of the church because of the 160 people that, that uh, we identified as seniors, probably 70% of them are River Valley Christian Fellowship people, but the leadership uh, didn't tell me to make a distinction. So we, we took seven people and divided the list up, and I gave uh, those seven 20 or 25 people each, and I gave them postage and cards and telephone numbers, and they've been calling and um, on a weekly basis and praying uh, with people and sending postcards and encouraging cards and letters. And it's really been a blessing to me because they've developed friendships with people uh, that they knew by sight, but they really didn't know them as people. Now, this COVID thing has turned a situation that could be pretty difficult into a situation where they're developing intimate relationships with each other, but they have no, no personal contact. So they can hardly wait to get back together so they can develop those relationships. And it's really important to the seniors who are on the receiving end of that. I've had uh, phone calls and, and uh, emails and contact with seniors that have told me how much that really means to them. Uh, one particular person I uh, got a call from uh, said, uh, Sam, this lady called me and I don't know who she is, but I really like her. And it was a very timely call because I was so down and so discouraged. I was probably, she said, at the really the bottom of my uh, life, really at that time, and then that contact really lifted me up. So she wanted to know more about the person. So now they're contacting and talking to each other. 
on a regular basis, and that's that's just one particular instance. There was another situation where a staff member of the church was taking food to a senior a couple, and uh, that was a blessing to them. But we had to eliminate that because of the difficulties with COVID. But uh, and there's been some real negatives too. Uh, there's one uh, couple who are quite elderly that I was calling on, and my wife and I were calling on them frequently because they were very weak and they lived at home. But all of a sudden, uh, they closed their door. They won't answer their door. They don't answer their telephone. We've contacted their family. We've sent letters to them. We know they're still there, but uh, we have no idea and we can't contact them. So there are some people who are obviously circling the wagons in their life mm-hmm. and rejecting contact. Yeah. But uh, we still do our very best to reach out to them, but not interfere with with them as people. Right. We, but uh, we've What's, seen just the opposite. Yeah, it's so exciting, isn't it, to think about relationships that are st- have started it's, in the midst of COVID, people that may not have ever met if it hadn't been for COVID, yes. but it's not been face-to-face interaction yet. Yeah, and it's uh, interesting. But it's coming. So the anticipation yeah. of that face-to-face interaction, I know, is uh, going to be so special when, when it actually can happen. I think as soon as we can open the doors without the distancing and the masks, the seniors will be back, mm-hmm. and they're going to be looking for each other and talking with each other and building relationships. And I think that's been a great blessing. And I think it's going to really bless us in the long run because we're going to see uh, real strength come. There's another change that's come to the seniors. They're just a little bit less critical of the church when it changes styles of music. I've had one lady who really struggled with the fact that the church changes and the music style changed. And uh, she even wrote nasty letters to the church, but uh, not nasty letters, but critical letters. And uh, in my contact with her, uh, and I call her at least once a week because she really is struggling. She told me that uh, this was, has been the best thing that ever happened to her because when she was praying, because she said, I have nothing to do but pray. She said, God spoke to her and showed her that division and contention in a church is a sin. And she began to open herself up to God, and God spoke to her, and she's repented. And she told me, she said, Sam, this has been a great blessing to me because I'm a different person. And so there are people who are being more introspective with the Lord, but that's been a good thing, that they've had time to really open themselves to the Lord. Yeah, And so we're seeing some changes, too. Praise God. Praise it's, God. A, it's a great thing. Yeah, we, we sometimes... Um, you know, sometimes we look only at the negative of the loss that we are experiencing during the midst of this, and yet, and yet there's great spiritual gain that's happening in I the think, lives of people. I think for the seniors, the seniors always, every generation of seniors has a difficult time adjusting to changes in styles of ministry. I think they all, every generation of seniors has that difficulty. But when you're isolated, and you've lost that fellowship. I've noticed that things begin to take a different perspective for this generation of seniors, and it all came from being isolated and longing for that fellowship and understanding that those young people are part of that fellowship. That's right. So I think it's going to be—I think for the young people also. Sometimes 
The young people will be critical of the seniors because they're critical of the changes. But uh, the seniors are critical and the young people are critical. I think both groups are going to come out of this with a different attitude. I agree. I agree. I Certainly, that's my prayer. That. Because we need uh, we need unity in all kinds of different directions, don't we? Right. The so, most important, significant thing, and this is easy to communicate to the seniors. I've ministered to them now for quite a, a number of years, and when they're complaining to me about changes, I always tell them, "You're the mature Christian. What is your vision for the church? Do you want all seventy-year-old people, or would you like to have children and families? Oh, we want children and families." I say, well. <laughs> What's the most important issue? The most important issue is that the Word of God is being preached and people are being discipled. Mm-hmm. And what you're telling me, that's a personal preference. And so if, if the Bible's not being preached, the Word, then you have a right to be uh, concerned. And uh, so they, the, over the years, some of them have listened to that and they've understood it and they've, they've adopted to it. But this COVID-19 thing has literally bought probably the ones that had a difficult time understanding that that maturity had to be part of their life, that they've come around to see how valuable those young people are and those children are, and the young people are going to see how valuable the older people are. That's right. And I, I think we're going to see a, a, a wave of, of a new outlook and a, a new unity in the body of Christ. They'll still, they still won't like the young people's music, <laughs> and the young people still won't like their music. That's right. Yeah. But they yeah. won't be complaining about it, and they'll be thankful. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's terrific, Sam. You know, you've seen, we've seen so much in this last six months, yes. and uh, it's easy to focus on the negative things, and yet to hear the stories coming out of seniors, the relationships being built, spiritual depth that's being uh, experienced— even in the loneliness, um, but but for you know, even in the loneliness, the it's where they're uh, reaching out, they're calling out to God. There's prayer, depth of prayer, and it's given opportunity sometimes for uh, others who are not shut in uh, to be able to minister to them uh, through phone calls or through meals right. or through uh, you know mowing yards, and we've we've seen all kinds of. Ways people have expressed love and care and concern for for seniors yes. uh, in their neighborhoods uh, or in the church or whatever it might be. Uh, one Saturday, we even got together and we did some hymn caroling. Yes, we did. We need to do that again before it gets too cold. Uh, <laughs> hymn caroling. If you're not familiar with that, well, we just made it up. Actually, uh, we just got together uh, with a bunch of people, got got the hymn books that were in boxes somewhere, <laughs> and. Uh, we gathered in up the some senior pe- room. That's right. That's right. And we uh, we got the hymn books out, and we went from senior house, seniors, uh, different seniors' houses, and we just stood out socially distanced on their front yards, and we brought them to the doors, and uh, we sang hymns, and they sang along with us, and some cried, and some uh, just listened with great gratitude to. To that. that was a great time. I got a, a, a lot of time. good response from that in, in a sense that it was really meaningful and they were really ministered to their heart. And it really felt uh, to them that, uh, that the church really loves them. Yeah. And uh, so from, from that point of view, some of them were quite ill, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one couple that 
both of them have some pretty serious medical problems, mm -hmm. and they were uh, recipients of that. And it really lifted. They felt better physically. Yes, they, they were did. so lifted up. Yes, and it was a great blessing to them. It was a great blessing, you know, to see. Um, well, for you know, anytime you give in that way, you are blessed by that giving, but also to see those who are receiving it um, and the blessing that they uh, experience as well. We're so grateful. I'm grateful for you, Sam. Uh, I love you, brother. You've been uh, part of the fellowship. You've been part of my life for a long time, and so we have uh, we've been through some seasons now. Uh, well, quite I a think few seasons. We've known together. each other for thirty some years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was but a wee boy. Well, actually, I wasn't. I think you were in. I think you were in your twenties. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe you was. Were. Yeah, in my twenties with a full head of hair. Yes, I remember that. And you still have your full head of hair. Yes, I glue it on. <laughs> Uh, but I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for uh, what we're just seeing God do in the midst of his people, I uh, think, young and, yeah. and old. Seasoned. I think one of the most important parts of the ministry to seniors, uh, they're the group of people who are going to face the end of the road. And uh, I thought this would be more difficult for them in this season, but really that hasn't changed. And what I've observed with the seniors, even during COVID-19, that if they have a relationship with the Lord, they're concerned about uh, the impending end, but they're not terrified. And I've had quite a few, since I've picked up this ministry, I've had 51 people pass away. But that's not just all River Valley people, mm -hmm. but when you're in a nursing home, you meet people who are unchurched. And yeah, roommates of others that yes. you've gone to visit, yeah. And we've River Valley's had an opportunity. Uh, I've led several of those people to the Lord, and uh, we've, we've actually done their funerals here, some of them, mm -hmm. and the families have asked us to do the funeral. And so we've been able to really reach out in the community. But during the COVID thing, I've, I've had a couple people that uh, I had to walk through that journey with them, one of them just recently, and uh, was able to, fortunately, the restrictions, I could start visiting them in their homes were lifted a little bit. And uh, it, it's just a rich blessing to see uh, one of them, you led him to the Lord a few months ago. He That's lived right. in my office. He was a good man mm -hmm. yes. uh, all of his life. Yeah. Uh, his son was a Christian, his wife was a Christian, but he just never really made that uh, decision. But he came to church and uh, talk with you, and he made a decision for Christ. Yes. And, and I, just before he passed away, he was telling me about his decision for Christ, and he told me that uh, he was a completely— he said, it, when you prayed and he prayed, he literally felt the power of God come, and he was a different man, mm -hmm. and his family all shook their head. And not that he wasn't a good man, that's but right. he was a different person. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen that even during the COVID-19, being in hospitals uh, with the, their protocols. But to see that in the senior community, yeah. uh, it's been a real blessing. Amen. Amen. It certainly has. Sam, uh, why, don't you, why don't we just uh, take a, a minute here and, and why don't you pray for our seniors and those that are ministering to them, and families sometimes that are separated right now. You know, I was yes. talking to somebody recently that they just not had much contact with their, uh, uh, well, it would be 
grandparents and parents in some cases because they're in high-risk categories, and so they're trying to keep uh, distance and trying to uh, protect them in some way. And so there's, you know, there's isolation and loneliness that comes along with that. But uh, would you would you take some few minutes here and pray sure. for these? One thing I share with you before we start, yeah. there was one family that uh, their parent is isolated and lives alone. And so what they do is they call that parent and the parent raises the garage door from inside and then goes stands in the door and the family brings lawn chairs and sets out on the driveway, <laughs> oh, and they yeah. have a family reunion. Uh-huh. So I've seen these uh, uh, people working and finding ways around that without putting people at risk, talking through windows. Yes. And so it's— We've got—everybody's gotten pretty creative. Yes, they have. You know, I, I talked to—you um, mentioned that. I, I There's a family here, uh, and the uh, precious lady just had her 89th birthday yesterday. Phyllis Baumgartner, and I, uh, her fa- her daughters who attend here said, "Hey, would you Facetime with Mom at some point?" So they got me on Facetime, and here 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 we are. <laughs> She's eighty nine, and I, you know, and we're talking through Facetime, and what a blessing that was yes. uh, for for both uh, she and I to to be able to. Uh, to talk in that way because she's 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 just not comfortable coming to the building on Sundays. Right. And so through technology and through creativity of sitting out in lawns or whatever it might be, we're still able to have contact and have meaningful yes. uh, conversations and times together. So. One thing that uh, before I pray, one thing I definitely have noticed a significantly different and as a result of COVID. If I had met somebody in the hallway here at church and they, they said, you know, what's happening? You seem a little bit down. They never really gave me the real issue. So I was praying for things that I knew wasn't the real issue, but I prayed anyway. But in this COVID thing, I'll be on the phone with them and I'll say, what's your most urgent prayer need? And it's incredible because they tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. And I've developed a relationship with them where we can deal with a real heart issue that they're dealing with, not the peripheral issues or the surface issues, yes. but those deep heartfelt issues. And that's a result of COVID. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for the wonderful blessing that you've given us. God, you said that you are the eternal refuge and underneath us are the everlasting arms. And we have certainly seen the truth of that, God, through this pandemic and these months of uh, being separated from each other. God, I thank you, first of all, for those seven people who willingly accepted the responsibility of maintaining contact with seniors and calling them and praying with them. And Father, I know that you have richly blessed those who are on the team, that they have been more blessed than the blessings that they've imparted. So we pray that you would strengthen them, God, and remember your promise, God, in 2 Chronicles 16, 9, that you would impart your your strength to loyal hearts. And we thank you too, Father, for those seniors, uh, God, who have had a phone call, who have been lonely, and uh, perhaps in the depths of of uh, agony, God, over the loneliness that they're suffered. And when they received a phone call or one of our devotions with a note and uh, have just been so richly blessed, we pray, God, once again, that you'd remember that you said that uh, that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. 
And we pray, God, in this season that you'll be so close to the seniors, Father, who are, uh, God, uh, isolated, that they can actually feel your presence and know your presence. And Father, we pray that as we go through this, that not only will you speak, uh, God, to our seniors and encourage their hearts and strengthen them, but God, that you would encourage the body of Christ. We thank you for those who are not seniors, Father, who have literally felt a God, uh, a call to call on seniors, to encourage them, God, to be faithful to them. Father, we know that uh, your church, God on this earth, is an extension of your love and your mercy. And we thank you, Father, that you have given us evidence of that mercy day after day, God. And now, Father, we pray for the senior who is at the lowest ebb of their life at this moment. And you knew who that would be, Father. And we pray that you would reach down and touch them and let them feel your healing, loving touch. And God, we ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sam. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you being here on the Connect Podcast. And uh, even though we have a lot in common, and we share we share koinonia, and we share in Christ, we're brothers in Christ, we share in ministry, uh, relationship with others, but there's one thing we do not share, and that is baseball teams. Well, the only thing I can say is go Tribe. (laughs) A Cleveland Indians fan of all things, sitting with a Cubs fan. Unity is possible. Well, I appreciate the Cubs because their fans are so loyal. Yes, they are. When they beat the Indians in the World Series, I was not unhappy. I was pleased for the Cubs fans. Well, but I'm still an Indians fan, you, and the next time I expect the Lord will let the Indians win. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have you. Thank you. You're such a blessing to me and our congregation and the seniors and, and Anita, your wife, and son Chris uh, with us. We're so grateful for all of you. We're grateful for River Valley Christian Fellowship. We're still in Illinois because of River Valley Christian Fellowship. Well, I'm glad of that. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening. Uh, All of you are listening today. We're thankful for you. And why don't you, those of you that are listening, why don't you take some time right now? We've been talking about reaching out to seniors and and what their needs are in this time. And uh, perhaps maybe you could make a phone call to someone in your neighborhood, someone in the church, someone uh, that you may work with. a family member maybe you haven't been in contact with, uh, maybe you could take some time right now. Give them a call. Reach out to them. Uh, share resources with them. Just share uh, time and conversation. It means the world to them, and you will be blessed in return. So uh, we're so grateful for you listening today, and let's, uh, let's bless others. God has given us a command to love him with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourself. And each of us has a neighbor who is in isolation, who may be lonely, who cannot uh, get out uh, like they may want to or have fellowship or come into the building uh, to have the fellowship of believers, Uh, but they have you. You are in their life. So why don't you, even right now or this week, reach out to someone like that uh, to be a blessing to them? We're so thankful you're listening, and we trust that you'll come and uh, be with us next week uh, for the Connect Podcast. God bless you all. Amen.